Fast forward, do it really quick at the end. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gents. We are back in the States. Back in the States. Like magic. Doing well, doing yeah. well. This is Curtis. And this is Jordan. This podcast where we talk about anything, everything we want. And called it's called testing, testing Normal. Normal. Boop, 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 boop. So this has been quite a eventful week. Um, it I has. Uh, for, for, the, for the world, I guess you could say. For the world, for us. Yeah, for, for us, for the world. Our families this weekend. Being, oh, boy. My goodness. Being all kids and yeah. no wife around. <laughs> so when basically shortly after Jordan and I got back from Europe. A day. A day after our <laughs> esposas decided to go on a ladies trip, which they should. It's good they for should, them. Yeah. Hang out with some ladies. And so they had the weekend away at the coast. And... Um, yeah, while the while the mommies are away, the kids should play. And they did. And they did. Got Although crazy. yours like got sick. And yeah, sick. my kid ended up with pneumonia while their mommy was well, gone. Well, okay, that wasn't on you. He got that with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's on that's on her, not you. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's a ton she could do to prevent that. Right. <laughs> well, you but know, well, at least you caught it. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Exactly. Good on you. Um, but it would be kind of silly if I didn't. N- nothing crazy happened for me and my kids but my kids are older so now when my wife leaves it's not so bad i can like tell them to go to bed and they can put themselves to bed yeah my kids can't put themselves to bed but they're like at least they're to the stage where like they can poop and pee on their own right you know that's delightful two of them can yeah two of them can i I guess the third one can poop and pee on their own you just have to clean it up it's a lot more cleanup yeah (laughs) a lot more cleanup yeah for sure. there's the occasional wiping assistance that takes place with the and it's probably super clean too with the younger ones yeah yeah Yeah. super but anyways guys this has been a crazy week i'm sure everybody on the news has been hearing about the corona scare and virus and we just want to talk a little bit about that kind of broach the subject yeah um guidelines and information about it is changing like every hour essentially yeah um but uh, and we were in Italy and we, when we, we were, were hearing about it <laughs> before we left for Italy, there was basically like no cases of the coronavirus in Italy. Right. And then, well, like, I think there was like one, there was one, but it was in a, like, uh, yeah, it was it like was obscure, obscure case, but it was nothing really to be even mentioned. Right. And then, uh, like two days after we got there, like the next day, actually, because um, we woke up, wasn't it like no, when we woke up from our nap? It was, was it? yeah, I guess it was the next day we woke up from a nap. Yeah. Um, we, when we got on the news because we had been flying for, and it said, Hey, just so you know, <laughs> the CNN reports half of all of like basically Northern Italy yeah. had been on lockdown yeah. and shut down because overnight they came back with it was positive. a few different cities. One of them being Milan. Yeah. 300 is, positive cases of the coronavirus overnight. Um, so we well, were I like, mean, overnight oh, they crap. found them. They, yeah. Clearly they were there before. Now, were these people, you've said before, like, you have to be feverish in order to get kind of a, a positive positive, not a false positive, so false negative. the tests are evolving as well. Okay, good. So, at some earlier on, and even, uh, yeah, earlier on, they had concern that they would get false negatives. Right. Unless a person had active fevers, because the viral load might not be high enough, basically, right. to test positive. Right. <coughs> it is chilly in here. My nose is running. So, um... <laughs> Nowadays, uh, their tests are still evolving, but they're still not great. Right. Um, but they're better. So when we left Europe, they were still allowing people in the U.S. But they were asking everybody. When we got to Amsterdam, they, they were, asked everybody where they'd been. they'd been to Milan, I think. No, just China. Just China. China, and I heard them ask about Milan as well. So, so there were some checks. 
we um, flew home and we had some reservations and concerns. We're like, man, are we going to be able to get home? Are we going to get stuck here? Yeah, Do you we? were wanting to try to leave early. And I'm like, I was thinking, like, uh, we're, uh, we're already like here. What's going to happen here? Like, yeah. What's worse is going to happen? Right? So. Um, since that time, basically, the coronavirus has now kind of rapidly spread, not only from Italy, and basically it's in every continent except for Antarctica. It's hey, on every continent except for Antarctica. Why are they, why are they slacking? Um, like, and it's interesting because we live in Oregon, and the virus has kind of been Oregon, West Coast predominant at this yeah. point. Um, so, which kind of makes sense because we're kind of the closest port to I Asia. I suppose, yeah. There were, I mean, there were people coming through, like, with Amsterdam and stuff, so. So, um, what was interesting, though, when we got home, I, you know, I work in healthcare field, and I was thinking, like, oh, man, is, is this something, like, should I get tested just to be safe? So, <laughs> Can you? when I was at work, I actually called uh, the epidemio- epidemi- epidemiologist for our health department. Yeah. And I called them and I said, hey, do you guys want me to get screened? What do you want me to do here just to be safe? Because I'd had a cough before we went to Italy. Yeah, you did. And then and I And you've still been kind of fighting it for like a week or two. Oh, yeah. It's like basically I got some bronchitis. Yeah. So I've had it for about two weeks now, a little over two weeks. And I'm like, you know, I've been in Italy. Do you want me to get screened? And they said current guidelines, current as of Friday night, was they would not test anybody unless they have an active fever with a lower respiratory tract infection that requires hospitalization. What? Yeah. Why? Why Why the... So, currently... Is it cost? On or? Friday, and I, I think it's this is... our healthcare system won't cover it? No, on, on Friday... Yeah, that would be um, ironic. At that time, the state did not have their own testing kits. Oh, here we did. So, okay. we have to send tests to the CDC to get oh. tested. Which they're like just right around the corner. So... The CDC had strict guidelines, and the state, in order the or the health departments, in order to allow them these individuals. Do they to get just tested, have Atlanta, or do they have other? No, they have several. They have a couple, okay. but you still had to send it out of state. Right. So, starting tonight, Sunday evening, the guidelines might change because they have now sent to all the states individual test kits. Oh, cool! So, hopefully, they'll be able to a bit more uh, expedited and decrease the uh, qualifications to get testing. Yeah, serious. It's but like, yeah, it's kind of erupted. Washington State has the has been the death blowing rate, up. like like the the mortality of catching mm-hmm. it. Has mm-hmm. it gone up? The, the what is the mortality rate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like at one. Um, no, it's it's closer to th- from what they suspect between three and four percent right now. Oh, okay, that's, so that's and closer to four percent. So death rate four and one hundred chance or right. But the question is, is they don't really know how many people that it could be lower, yeah. but they're not sure how many people have active infections that aren't symptomatic. Ah, uh, so right now, say they know a hundred people have it, but really there could be five hundred people that have it and they just don't have the symptoms. Right, and then they so may not ever then have the any death harsh rate, symptoms. If it was only four people that died, would be dramatically lower than right. four. It'd be closer to the flu influenza rate. Right, right, right. But Right now, they just don't know. So, like in Washington, they've had several positive cases. They've had a nursing home um, where they had so a that couple. That was in Washington. That was in Washington, yeah, yeah. where they had uh, two people, a person that worked in the nursing home. How would they test positive? That? Oh, because they they were outside. I was going to say, in the nursing home, how, how did they yeah. travel to get infected? Well, and actually, I don't think okay, that person that had traveled sense. to Asia, the person that had been in the nursing home. Yeah, there was another one that was like that, too, in Italy. I thought that they had not been, but they could have been cross contaminated yeah. with someone else. There's been two there. cases in California. 
Um, and guys, you know, we're talking about this because it's relevant to the current day. We're not trying to scare anybody, um, but we are trying to be, you know, yeah, obviously we were, we were in Italy current. and it was a little bit of concern and you know, we, should, should we say who we hung out with? Oh yeah. So we <laughs> hung out with these two Asian individuals from Thailand. Very nice guys. Yeah. Super nice. Um, but they had the day prior been in Milan Yeah, and at this big and fashion got show, out the like day before Versace it was or closed something. down. Yeah. No, so granted, like, as I think about that, like, we we uh, we friended them on Instagram with our testing normal account, and seeing it, they, they're they're very um, affluent, very affluent, and, like and multi-millionaires. Yeah, like have a lot of money. The people that they would be around, more chances are, are going to be probably higher chance of being fine. Probably, yeah. Um, <clears throat> they're not, you know, traveling to the smaller towns of China or whatever, and r- r- coughing and yeah. getting coughed in their faces or something. They were sitting in the front row of the. You know, Versace, the, the Versace fashion show. fashion show, yeah, in Milan. Like, yeah, these dudes were rolling. They're dope, they're around man. people that are pretty wearing well like protected. gold robes. We were on this tour of the Vatican. These guys were wearing. This, oh my gosh, these like pretty classy, but also over the top gold oh, robes, entirely like, over the top. Everything was gold, and it made me think like Versace I don't. I'm not a big fan of the color gold. Like, but it's kind of it kind of is an Asian, it is Southeast Asia it, kind of thing. But I like I'm like you know it doesn't look bad like like their sunglasses and stuff. Mm-hmm. At first I was like are these just fake these like Folkleys but like the these gold ones. And after we talked to them a little more, I was like these are not fake. These are probably like a thousand dollars sunglasses. Those dudes were dripping, and we're in like a pink backpack. <laughs> brave, brave, brave. Maybe yeah. not from where they come from. Yeah, it's actually we were a cultural thing, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. but super nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we were, (laughs) yeah, hopefully they're doing good. But, you know, as we talk about this kind of coronavirus and outbreak, you know, it is something, even with precautions, I would wager from what I've seen thus far, I don't think it's something we're going to be able to avoid. I think it's going to be a fairly widespread outbreak in the West Coast. It's already spread further than H1N1, right? Or. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not so. Not to amount of people. Farther than SARS and MERS. Okay. Yeah. Which are different coronavirus type infections. Okay. Yeah. Is H1N1 was not though. <sighs> right. That's different. It's different. Yeah. That's like in, there's an H1N1 I saw it on flu. like a, you know, there's a subreddit that's awesome. It's called data is beautiful. And it just like shows different ways of, to look at data. And one of them was how far on maps that different viruses have spread. And it showed, um, I don't even have a link for it. I remember where it was, but so it, was, it was pretty cool. H1N1 is like influenza A. Right. Which is all over the world, basically. Um, so the current kind of recommendations that have changed from our government has been now they have said we should restrict flight oh. from Italy. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Well, actually, and I, and I take that back. So Delta is canceling flights starting... Um, they've they they're going to finish a certain number of flights in and out of Italy, yeah. but they're restricting certain ones now. Oh gosh! And um, <clears throat> it was delightful for ones. us, like w- going in and yeah. coming out. Like, yeah, I would say the the Rome airport, like outside of this, um, and maybe this is a conversation that we can have further on as we kind of recap in this episode. But it's an amazing airport. It's beautiful, and yeah. it's easy to get in, easy yeah. to get out. The lines are great the the um security checkpoints were fantastic yeah smooth. it was like having tsa pre-check mm-hmm. going through that place and yeah. granted it wasn't super crowded but it was still very very efficient they were kind the very, guys were very nice. cool they were like kind of like joking with us 
at the at the security checkpoint. Yeah. And he's like, oh, just you, you need to just grab a second one of these. And then and then I was like, my hat, you know, and he's like, yeah, your hat. It's like, that was my next guess. And he kind of chuckled. Like it was like it wasn't like the U.S. where they're just like, oh, look at you. You're a human being and you want to fly in a plane. Well, well you're a moron. So like, when I got when I was going through um, uh, security checkpoint back into the U.S. Yeah. My guy was super cool. Did oh, you? for for the passport checks or yeah. yeah, mine was fine. He was he was super easy. I was talking about coming f- like in Italy's security check oh, to get into the airport. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, you know what? So overall, guys, I would highly encourage anybody if you're going to go to Rome or Italy in particular, traveling late February, early March is seriously the time to go. It was mm, amazing, and due to climate change, it's way warmer right now. It's warm. It's nice. Not that much rain, and yeah. the tourism is like almost. Like it's at very, the lowest of the year. It's very close minimal. To. Right, we had a friend that was looking at some of our pictures in the Vatican, and he's like, I, "This is unreal. I couldn't walk. Like it was push and shove to get through different spots." Yeah, and we had, it was amazing. It was just like we could wander around, stretch and, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so look at different things close. And some of the things that kind of impressed upon me. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was it, like before you do, <coughs> before you say that? Like, what was what was it, like the highlight of this trip? Um. Oh, that's hard to just summarize yeah. it in one thing. I, I think I'd have to say sentences. Okay. So highlights of the trip are I thrive and I love adventures and traveling. Yeah. And so being able to do that with um, and being able to go to such a historical place. Yeah. And see so much overwhelming history and architecture that is kind of almost like one of the most monumental things in our civilization right seeing the construction and seeing the way these buildings are built the the sheer size of them and the um, kind of like the impressive thought that was put into how these buildings and these massive structures were developed um, versus just you know in the u.s or in certain places you get you see just these massive skyscrapers that are just metal and don't have that much yeah longevity to their appeal and for me at least and then you see strip malls and all this stuff it's like every it looks like it's just so well detailed and planned yeah. over 2000 years yeah um and so that was very impressive i love the culture i love the style i love the kind of the cobblestones walking through the streets being able to just go get a coffee out your front door you know like yeah. it's just a very impressive which i mean you could do and comfortable say in portland or seattle or whatever but it was it was a little different it felt almost like homey Exactly, I was going to say, homie. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like there was no bus. There was crowds and there was bustling, but it wasn't. It was as though it was familiar. Yeah, like everyone and the was people like, okay were with surprisingly it. chill. Um, very, you know, and very, very nice and when I've when I've been to several different countries, um, internationally traveled a bit, and France has been one of the most kind of anal cultures that I've encountered. Oh, really, kind of the least welcoming cultures, but. Italy was a lot. Is. Italy was a lot like Spain. Oh, people really? were very nice, very engaging, very willing to help you and talk to you. Yeah, um, they weren't like judgmental about like when you spoke English to them. Like they were like welcoming of you. Speaking I think they, English. they almost were like, "Oh, cool, cool. I can get some good practice, practice or something." Here. Yeah. Whereas in France, I've gone up to people and talk, and they're like, "No, speak French." Oh. Like they're like very rude about. Well, it was like our our taxi driver coming out of Pompeii because we were in a rush yeah. to get out of there. He was like wanting to speak. In, you could tell he and he he was like I speak English because of, and he had been engaged to a yeah. an American girl. Yeah. 
back in the day and it didn't work out but that's why he learned english and we're like man you, you speak really well and he even told us like you don't need to learn another language everyone wants to learn your language just <laughs> everyone needs to learn your language so just do it or you don't you know yeah but he was i think he was excited to talk to us yeah. just because we were engaging and also i want to say jordan you did such a good job on this trip, bro. For this was Jordan's first international trip. It was. He had never traveled. Well, I've been, I've been to Canada, but that's not international. Yeah, and Canada doesn't Canada count as a country. Count, so, like, this is the first. <laughs> <laughs> they have weird. Money. I'm just kidding, Canada. I'm just kidding. We love you guys and your syrup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and your pine cones and, and your and moose. your pine cones. No, but um, for like first time out of the country, like I when I go out of the country and I, if I don't have my wife and my kids, like I like to just get stuff done and get tasks and like like Seriously. have it have like efficiency but also like have like the i like to enjoy the moment i like to be able to spend when we need to spend but um jordan did great like he was the first time out of the country he didn't seem overwhelmed um and there's a couple times where you're like what is happening right now what where are we going What's yeah to most of them were right after i woke <laughs> up yeah <laughs> i was like yeah. i can't understand or like when right we were now. in the train station there was a couple times i think kind of like you're like what's supposed to happen right here like are we supposed to well walk? okay so let, let, let me explain the whole train thing because remember we we were like i had read everywhere like stamp your ticket you can get fined or whatever mm. so we run up and we try to stamp and the first stamper we were trying to get through wasn't stamping our tickets you remember that when we first got there wait at the airport yes okay leaving yeah. the airport yeah and so then as we're trying to st- we get them finally get them stamped and we look up and the train we're stamping them for just like starts <laughs> leaving and shoots out and we're yeah. like well we're not getting on that train so then we're like is this train? Well, they had all had the readers on them saying where they were going. And mm-hmm. that was when I was nervous. And you were a little bit too, if you'd be honest. Like the, we were like, we walked up to the guy. We're like, does this go into <laughs> the Rome terminal? And he's like, yeah, get on. Right. But he did. He also had, he, he also kind of was like nonchalant. Like, yeah. Just like uh, nonchalant, whatever. like get on there. And the, the train never lit up and told us what it was doing. It didn't say. So we're just like, going. yeah, well, the doors are closing. That's one critique I go. did have of Italy's train system is that uh, obviously it's, you know, head over here is light years above anything oh we have in the gosh. United States, uh, like significantly. Well, the main station was, was labeled a lot But better. they didn't have the best labeling system. Yeah. Like even when you got to more of the rural trains, um, they didn't have the best labeling saying you're at this station and then you're going to the next station. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if it's because we, that was, that one was a commuter train. Mm-hmm. More I mean, local. It, it was yeah. more local and everything. So people would know like the schedules. So, like I don't know the bus schedule when I look, get on a bus. True. I'm expected to have looked up my true my stops and everything and stops. Yeah, um, but yeah, it didn't. We, like we noticed, like it didn't light up and say when, what stop you're stopping at. It was just like, right. oh shoot, where are we at? Okay, it's, we've got 14 stops to yeah. go. Spain, France, Switzerland. They all have had all those trains that I've been on had that the light. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Which even like you know Portland has that. Now, so. what, what about you, man? What were some of the things that most impressed you or that you felt like this is amazing? Um, just the sheer size of things, like. I think it was it was surreal to be walking down the street and like be touching a wall that's like two thousand years old, and it's yeah. like, it's just totally. Um, but my, probably one of my favorite things that I was just enamored with was the trees in Rome, and I kept like you were you. I was just like these things are this. amazing. And what's funny is I was showing my wife and kids pictures when I got back, and Haley's like, "What." what are those trees? Those are amazing. And same thing as I did. I was like, they're, they're called umbrella pines in our language. Yeah. And they were amazing. They were just cool looking. Yeah. Uh, the way that they had had them and the way that it, they were umbrella. What were they called? Umbrella, pines. umbrella pines. Yeah. yeah. So umbrella pines in Europe are these like pretty, pretty, um, well, they kind of like, like they sound, they have these 
kind of no limbs or branches on the bottom portion yeah, of they, them or they the mid portion into and like at the very a, top it's just perfect kind of pine umbrella they, on the they top. provide Pretty, really really good shade yeah and like protection from the elements and stuff and yeah they, it was it was amazing <clears throat> but just just every turn you made they're like what is that like what is that if i if i had you know a week to just walk around and just see the little secret things that are that are there um yeah because they'll just be in the dead center of things like the spanish steps like when we went there that night and just walked up them it was it was in the midst of a city like it's not like our parks are very distinct and we walk off and right. they're off in this other area or you have this to drive like, off yeah. yeah it's like part of what they do in everyday life so, so the the proximity to the massive structures and very beautiful architecture and how they all are within a central location right it's very very cool it is and it's it's just it's very unique i think I, I there might be some other places in the world where it's like that but they just like like our guide kept saying it's like they just build on top because it's that's the space they have like mm-hmm. And so it took them 20 years to run their, <laughs> their t- um, subway because yeah. they kept running into old things that were still under the ground that they didn't realize were still there. Also, what was interesting is that uh, when we were touring the Vatican, well, Jordan discovered they were, it was their own private. He, he hadn't known that it was a private nation. I didn't know. Independent yeah. nation. Yeah. The, the Vatican. The, yeah. Like it's, it's a, <clears throat> it's the smallest state in the world. Yeah. Like, but it was interesting to me, the sheer overwhelming wealth Yes. That the Vatican State has. Oh, my gosh. Very, yes. very Baroque. Baroque meaning like uh, extravagant. Right. Um, kind of architecture. Um, and to think about how basically the entire Catholic faith funnels their wealth into those yeah. individual states. It was cool looking. It provided a good spot for us to go and see. But it, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, they've been doing this kind of art and, and type of stuff <laughs> for a while, which, you know, to their credit has has pushed a lot of that stuff along too yeah. so it's done it actually has given back to the world in a in a sense um even some of their their structures that they made well, well it's made rome a lot of money right right yeah so it's or italy i mean you gotta you gotta look at it a little bit from that perspective but the sheer size of like like saint peter's was like saint peter's basilica was I, the dome was colossus uh, yeah anybody else that's watching this if you've seen it you you know what we're saying yeah like, just i was telling someone this morning i was like i it to explain it like i was like if vegas remade this they wouldn't make it bigger right. they've already made it as big as it can be yeah well yeah as big as likelihood yeah and one thing i was surprised with during the tour of the um uh sistine chapel mm-hmm. i and I think you did too. I think I was a little surprised by the size of it. I think I had anticipated it's small. Yeah, an overarching larger structure on the inside. Right. Um But it wasn't. It was Right. It was It's a decent sized room. It was a very decent sized room. But for for one person painting all that, that is yeah, impressive. Especially in four years. Like I don't think I could paint yeah. that in four years if it was all one color. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, like, I wanna give a shout out to uh Dom Bennett, one of my buddies I went to college with, um, he apparently has been to St. Peter's as well. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. He's oh, a, he's a cool dude. Cool dude. He's got some mad pipes on him, kind of like a professional singer as well. Cool yeah. dude. My my kids now, because I showed them the, the picture of the holy door, the one that only opens up every 25 yeah. years. Oh, is it 20 years? I think it's 20. That's 25 because it opened in 99 and it's going to open in 2025 again. Oh. It, it closed at the end of 1999. Okay. And so it will open up. It's because it's the year. It's the jubilee. The jubilee. So it's twenty five. Anyway, oh, okay. so 
Yeah, my kids are like, we we go back in five years so we can go in the hole. Do world. it. Take them back, man. <laughs> well, it, abs- it, it absconds all of your sins. So you can yeah. do whatever you want right now for the next five years. True. And you, you can, you know. It's done. Be, get, get cray-cray. You walk through that door, boom, all of your sins are forgiven. Yeah. Also, they had said the when crosses. you're in the Colosseum, there's these little metal crosses. And if you kiss the crosses, your sins are forgiven for Something. two years? Was it, that it? No, it was like 120 days. It was a weird Your a sins weird are forgiven. Number. For the past 120 or in the future 120? I don't remember. But I mean... I need it to go way as far as like, 120 As far years, as like 120 days practical there. approaches to religion, I kind of like that. Like, <laughs> like, 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 okay, no, this makes you know, sense. No, no, no. I like this. Just A plus B equals C. Like, yeah, I need my sins forgiven. I need to get to Rome. I need to kiss some metal crosses and my sins are gone. Boom. It's very efficient. Yeah. I appreciate that. Trip to Rome. Trip to Done. Rome. You house, but I mean, it takes... You have to pay for it, you know? I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, true. You, you, know, it's, you pay your penance. Yeah, you pay your penance and then... Boom, you're good. Now, the you have to really think about it, though, because if you're walking through those doors we, at St. We talked about this. We were like, we should start a religion. It seems to, it seems to be very lucrative. Oh, my gosh, it is. <laughs> at least some of us. I know that not all of them are. That's being very general, but this one was definitely lucrative. Yeah. Yeah, very lucrative. But, I mean, that's what Scientology is, too, right? True, yeah. Which I would like to see Which Scientology a, compete with St. Peter's I think Basilica. I heard it was a, a Martin, it was Martin Short bit where he's like Scientology is like where you go out into a desert and look at the sky and then write a big big check to somebody <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny yeah yeah but anyways um so and then Pompeii Pompeii was, it was astonishing it was how developed that city was yes I had no clue like I envisioned basically or the size or the size. So I had envisioned before I went to Pompeii that it was going to be this like kind of closing your eyes larger. And, and envisioning yeah, it. I'm going to close my eyes. It was yeah. this larger kind of open field at the base of a mountain, and it was not. A, it was going to have like little like pots all over and like people laying on the ground. In, yeah. in you know ash form. Right. Um, and the um, it was it couldn't be farther from that. It was these massive. Not massive, but a very impressively large city. Yeah, with like four-story tall buildings. And some of them were close walls. To, well, I would say three, maybe three, three and a half, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, and but they're tall floors. Super defined artwork, yeah. like on the walls, very ornate. Yeah, and the floor work it was very. It was all like Rome architecture. Yeah, the, and it was over like twenty-two hundred years old or something right. like that. Yeah, like it, a it really got, old. It city. got covered in seven hundred seventeen. No, it got uncovered. In seventeen something, right? Right, but it was. They think that oh, Pompeii yeah. covered it in seven hundred seventy and seven seventy seventy B seventy C seventy current era. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because that was even further. Yeah, not a lot further, but yeah. So yeah, they they ended up um, uncovering it because it was basically covered in ash in seventeen something and pumice and pumice. Which, if you guys don't know, which what pumice preserved is. pumice all the is walls. amazing. It's floating rocks. Yeah, yeah, super cool. That stuff. We have some of that stuff in Oregon. You can hike and find it. Um. So it covered the city, and that's why it preserved all this stuff. So you're able to go through and walk through and see. Like, they have mostly covered in gates and, like, these cases. But a lot of the roofs are knocked down. People that were, you know, formed right during the hot... hot a lot of, I was I was kind of surprised. A lot of those are... I'm not surprised, I guess. I just... I envisioned that you could, like, walk up to a room and see somebody have where they were found. But they, they preserve those things and bring them over to another area that... Yeah. Um, but I think with, with Pompeii, the other thing I was kind of impressed by is it seems like human culture has 
hasn't changed that much no. in over 2000 I was, years. That like, was what shocked me. The I way was, that they had their civilization set up. I was yeah. like, dang, they were they're us. Yeah. They had they had streets and signage and bigger fountains streets and, and smaller streets and fountains with that guy with the massive penis. Yeah, th- well there's several of those. Yeah. You know, it's like they're not afraid of it, man. Just let it let it, let yeah, it free. Let, let it hang out. <laughs> it was like well, you would take it a picture you're like this is this is a very um what did you say? it was you said something like it's the, the size does not match the size of this figure. Like it was yeah, disproportionate. Yeah, very, like very disproportionate. I'm like, well, it's a fountain. You're like, wait, what? And yeah, you're I didn't like, grasp you're that like, it was a zoom fountain. in. You're like, oh, it is a fountain. So like, yeah. the fountain was the dude peeing. Like, yeah, which yeah. we have today. Like we people have those as like joke fountains. Like one by my parents' house where it's just a kid like peeing into a a bird bath. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. oh my gosh, they were doing like the same things. Like yeah, we yeah, it was crazy. So but we. We basically traveled every day, you know, walking, hiking around, yeah. you know, eight, eight ish miles a day of just yeah, walking. seven to eight miles a day. Um, and then, so half of our trip, we did this entire from Oregon to Italy and back was a total of four and a half days. Something like that. Um, but we, we gained some time and then lost some time when we came back. Yeah. So, so basically two days of traveling and two days in Italy. Yeah. yeah um, going there was a lot shorter. Which was, like was really hours. hard on the circadian rhythm oh my gosh adjusting we did a good job though i think we did a pretty planning good job. i was sleep. tired when i got back but i wasn't i wasn't like messed up in time because we stayed up in amsterdam pretty yeah. much most all the night and then went to sleep on our leg home yeah. so it put us on almost the same right as having fallen asleep also i want to give a shout out to klm airlines they were fantastic oh my gosh they were fantastic klm tons of leg room delightful it's like a dutch Airline. It, it was ridiculous. Um, it was like stepping back in time and have like being taught, like treated courteously. Yeah, like, they have a hands up on the U.S. airlines oh, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> by far. When we got back into so the KLM was the the partner for Delta that we had mm-hmm. that we had booked. When we got back and got onto a Delta plane, it was like it was like being kicked in the teeth when we got on that plane. Yeah, it, it, they were like, "Do you want some food? You can buy it." And like. Oh my gosh! Like no, I really don't want your food anyway. No. So it doesn't really matter to me. But Kalem's f- food was delicious too. And theirs was yes. Yeah, it was I like I don't even know what it was. It was some type of like cheesy meatball meatball wrap thing. Yeah, um, and then well, the first one gave us a little wrap, just on a tiny little leg to yeah. Amsterdam. Which was pretty like good. Of a do. You're like, this is this is actually good. Yeah. And the international ones all gave you like a, a sanitary. The other thing I was gonna say, the breakfast wipe. in Italy, um, I really appreciate every country's different f- breakfast and food trends. But they with the breakfast rates. at the hotel, um, I liked that it wasn't just a bunch of big French toast and pancakes. Yeah, it was. There was some deli meat meats, and cheeses. Deli meats, oh, cheeses, cucumbers, avocado or not avocados. Um, no, no, um, cucumber, not cucumbers, uh, kiwis. Yeah, kiwis, kiwis, apples, and then, bananas. You know, a couple like croissants and like things. some like Greek yogurt. Yeah, but I really liked that approach to breakfast. Like it was a, a less heavy well, carb. Are, aren't carb we load. kind of like one of the only countries that like has a defined food like food set that's for breakfast? I I don't know. I mean, I feel like that would be a typical kind of stereotypical Italian breakfast, maybe. Like it was no, like no meat, for them. Cheese. Yes. Yeah. But I'm saying like here we have breakfast foods, quote unquote. Oh. And so a lot of countries, it's just kind of the same thing. It's like what you had the night maybe. before or whatever. Like Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that style of would be a much healthier style. I like the way that they walk everywhere to get to places. I yeah. like the, the food is kind of more of a light. You eat several meals throughout the day, but it's like a lighter meal. Yeah. But you have access to food easier. Like you don't yeah. have to go to Costco to get food. You don't have yeah, to I go never to a big felt, grocery like, store. I never felt stuffed 
ever there. Yeah. And I never felt really hungry. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I should probably eat now because we're going to have a few hours here. We got this, whatever. And we just stop, grab something and totally. take off. Yeah. My family was giving me a hard time for not, for not eating pasta while we were there. Yeah. That's we had this discussion. When we were there. I'm not a big pasta fan. Like I don't, I don't eat it ever. Yeah. I don't miss it. I don't, I, I never really liked it when I would eat that kind of stuff. Like I just, I but we know. had pizza for almost every meal. That's true. But it was good. It was good. But I wouldn't, were good. I wouldn't have given that up to just go eat pasta that I did not. Well, like. the other thing is that the pasta required like a long sit down. Yeah. Meal. And we didn't have that. And we didn't have that. We didn't have that time. But also it was like Jordan and I aren't like, like we don't need to sit down and have dinner with each other. <laughs> like no, we were like, yeah, we want to see these like, sites. We have things to do. We want to record like, let's these walk things. and talk. I don't need to sit across and taken, stare into your eyes. If we had taken our <laughs> wives, like we would have had nice sit down meals and we would have had at least more, one like, longer. Yeah. We would have had more like or slower to one. pace things. Right. Um, but this was kind of more of a mission and it was yeah. kind of like task, which was nice because we didn't, we had a lot to get through. We had a lot to get through. Yeah. A lot to get through. Um, guys, so that's kind of our little summary of Europa. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, do we want to do a quick little review of some products? Yeah, let's do it. Got a couple little products we're going to throw at you guys real quick that we got, uh, some people wanting us to review. So we're going to throw those at you real quick. Jordan's going to throw these on these two, these two, and I'll go do these two real quick. Oh yeah, we can, that. That so one of the bigger white boxes we can both kind yeah. of feel and give our the first one I'm going to throw at you guys here. Um, this was invaluable on our trip. Um, these are basically like battery packs, right? Um, Which we didn't have this one for our trip. This wasn't the clear. specific one we had, but I had I would, two and I never recharged them. I would recommend no one of them I recharged several yeah, times. Yeah, but no, you didn't. Remember how I Not said fully? You put it on there for like it was on there for maybe a half hour. That battery takes uh, about overnight to charge. Oh, up. really? Okay. Yeah, you you didn't actually charge it. So getting a pad <laughs> a battery pack like this is really nice when you're doing international travel They're because amazing. a battery pack essentially frees you from the restraint of where do I find an outlet when yeah. I'm on an airplane? Where do I find an outlet when I'm in the airport? Where do I find an outlet if my hotel or if we're going walking around the city? Like you right. just have this. Well, we had extra a, power. The pack. seven hour or eight hour tour. Yeah. And halfway through when we had lunch, I went back and grabbed my battery pack because my phone was getting low from taking so many pictures. Yeah. And I just was charging it while we walked around. Yeah. So you can so. just get a little battery battery pack. It'll, this this one will charge your phone like four times. Yeah. Which is m- way more than enough for an entire day. Right. Um, the one I had will take You can get one for like bit. 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I think that like one that. was 30. Yeah. Um, and it's got some, some cool but little features. I would recommend it. This is a Sans Sanog, Sanog pa- battery pack. But if you guys are going to be doing travel or even if you're hiking, you're doing yep. some type of trip, camping, battery pack, they're easy, lightweight, put in your backpack. You don't have to worry about extra I keep them in charge. my bag because if I have my kids with me and I need them to stay quiet for a bit and I put them on like a phone or something like that, yeah. I just throw them on a charger because they'll always complain that the battery gets below 98%. Totally. What do you got there? I have... This is a battery-powered alarm clock. Um, Dope. And it, I love the size of this thing. It actually would have been pretty handy to have. Um, because I, I don't always like to use my phone. It's got this... I was like, why am I not reading these numbers? And it even has a thermometer and the humidity, which is rad. Boom. That's great. Um, especially, like, if someone deals with, like, bone like pain and stuff like that. Humidity actually is a number that can help you realize how bad your day is going to be. That's um, a, it's a weird name. It's a... Uh, but it's cool, big display. Look at that. Lilo, Lilo grin. Lilo grin. And it's really light. Lock it's clock. it's advertised cool. as one that you could use to travel. So and it's really light. Like yeah. if you'd thrown that in your bag, it's not going to add. Yeah, anything. I think I'd still probably just use my phone. I probably would too. But it, it's not bad to have at home. Yeah. Some bad. people don't like to have their phone near them. Um, Last when thing. They sleep. Uh, one more so. thing here. Or no, sorry, two more things. Two more things. Quick, we got a little extra 
remote. If anybody, this is a 360 controller. Xbox so, 360 will work for Xbox One. It will also it w- not for Xbox One, but it will work for PC. So okay. you could use this for Steam games. So if anybody's out there playing, like um, I want to test the buttons. Uh, like uh, what's a soccer car game? Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> a couple friends out there are going to be screaming Rocket League. This actually, um, it's a the, decent little for the remote. Price it's like sixteen bucks. Sixteen bucks remote, not bad. It works for your computer. The, if anybody gamers out there, check it out. It's I, a what brand is it? It's a. I don't even know. It's some off brand. Cyphafer. But a lot of these don't like the joysticks. Don't feel smooth. But if you even feel these buttons, like they're yeah. not mushy or anything. Yeah. I prefer a PS4 controller, but yeah. that's just me. What do you got? Last um, thing. Yeah. Last thing here, I have a USB-C hub, which if someone doesn't know what that is, it's basically like on the newer Mac computers and even on some of the like the Surface Pros, they have one USB port and then they have a USB-C port. What these do is they expand the usefulness of those ports out to other ports that may not be included or may not have enough of those ports so to run this podcast, doing. we use the laptop as well. Yeah. And so you need to have extra ports. We actually have a few of these that are there. And this one also oh, will has work. has a SD? Does it have an SD? Yeah. Port? So it has an SD port and it also will fit on the new iPad Pros. Nice. And so, so the RCA. So it's kind of a cool. It has multiple different ports. How much is it, you think? Uh, this one is 40, 40. Right, A little under 40 bucks. Um so, so these things, guys, we're not actually – basically, they they pay us back when we review these things. So we're not just going out and randomly buying things. Nope. But it's nice to have people just say, hey, we'll pay you if you review this. So, yeah, check them out. Not bad, yeah. RCA. Um, guys, we're going to throw some shower thoughts at you. We're going to do a quick little episode boop, today. Boop, um, yeah. Okay, so most of the shower thoughts I have today um, – <laughs> Or some of them have to deal with the coronavirus, but also yes. um, have to do with traveling. I was thinking about this a little bit <clears throat> when you're staying in hotel rooms. And <laughs> I would never personally buy a used mattress myself, oh. but sleeping on one in a hotel is fine. That's true. How crazy of a thought is that? Like, obviously, they're changing the sheets, but most people don't have a bother yeah. thinking about that. I didn't think about that once when we were there. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. So that's my first shower thought. Okay. Uh, Legos live in houses made of their own flesh yeah yeah that's true lego people especially that's for my son he's very into legos <laughs> so if corona gave free masks with every six pack <laughs> <laughs> their sales would skyrocket it's so true <laughs> human clothes are designed to cover genitals and dog clothes are designed to not cover genitals yeah that's true so Thinking about the coronavirus in particular, successful viruses don't kill or hurt their hosts, but instead, basically, they just coexist with them peacefully. So, like, for example, (laughs) if a virus is going to be super successful, it needs to do one of two things. One, it needs to not hurt the host, or two, it needs to be incredibly infectious. Yes. And thus far, it appears the corona is just super infectious. Yeah. and the lethality of it is higher than most viruses, but it's not it's not it's not enough to prevent the spread. Right, 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 right. Which is kind of like Ebola. Ebola is super infectious, um, but it also kills them really kills individuals really quickly. Right, which prevents it from spreading. It's like, but unlike herp like herpes virus, doesn't kill the host, doesn't harm the host other than severe pain from the genital lesions right. or oral lesion. Oh my gosh! But it's just those two <laughs> words together. <laughs> but. <laughs> It doesn't kill their host, so it's kind of like a more co-existing, uh, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, environment. Right. 
It only takes one slow walking person in the grocery store to destroy the illusion that you're a nice person. Very true. Or one slow <laughs> driver in front of you. That's <laughs> so true. Or the, especially if that driver like rushed out in front of you and then yeah. like went four miles oh, an hour. Oh my gosh. I've, I've never known. No, I have. But I rarely feel as much frustration as when I'm stuck behind a terrible driver. Or slow walker. There's some slow walkers where I where I, I just work jump that, over that them. walk really slow to the bathroom. And they'll like <laughs> take up a whole aisle way. Ooh, yeah, that's not. And that's I asked once. Or one of some, I think my coworker asked once of one of the people, like, why do you, why do you walk so slow? Because they're trying and not they, to they poop said, their pants. No, no, they said, I don't, I don't want to break a hip. Okay. Yeah, you're not. Start doing some yoga, buddy. Yeah. So, speaking of potty humor, since we're just talking about people walking slow to the restroom. Yeah. Each day, someone poops the biggest poop in the world, <laughs> <laughs> but he or she doesn't know it. <laughs> oh, that's so true. It's so gross. That's so gross, it's but so such wrong. a crazy re- reality. <sighs> when, okay, amazing thought. What if that was tracked somehow? And like, it yeah. was like you got it a notification like an, on your phone. It was like, bing, 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 Everybody, if you did that, if you were the largest poop in the world, you should get like a free car or something. Like you should get something. an award for that yeah. terrible, terrible strife you went through. <laughs> it just, it, you know, the, when the Amber Alert goes off, yeah, that's what it should do every day. On the iPhone, every everybody's iPhone, every gets an single alert phone of, in the world is like who that person is. Yeah, and like I've got your face pops. There's up. like a profile picture. Like <laughs> you know, it'd be funny. It would probably be the same person more than once. Oh, true. Yeah, you're like, ooh, they're on a two day streak. Yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, being fit makes it look like you're dressed better than you actually are. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, last shower thought I have. If everyone went into a three-week, actually more like a four-week isolation, the coronavirus would pretty much end. So if we could yeah. just get everybody into an ice, an area of isolation, like everybody stay home for four weeks Good luck with in that. the entire world, we would we would solve our problem. If you did that, someone's going to complain about socialism or communism and, and be mad. They'll start driving Gosh, trucks dude, and honking horns at the, the capital. <clears throat> the amount of problems that would solve. Like everybody, oh, I agree. Just go home, stay at home for four weeks. Boom, problem solved. Yeah, I mean, it's four for vacation. the most part. <laughs> um, you can't feel every hair on your body, but one hair in your mouth is immediately noticeable. Very true. Oh, it's terrible. It it's is terrible. terrible. Have you ever had one like get stuck on your tongue? I've gotten one stuck in my tooth. What in yeah. your in your tooth or just around? I have really wide gaps in between my teeth. I mean, you said in your tooth. Oh, I meant like in between my teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that's all I got, man. We're doing a little quick episode today, guys. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm good. Guys, thanks for watching Testing Normal. We appreciate y'all. Tune in next week, and we got we'll, we'll got some more fun stuff to go over. Boop, 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 and I uh, hope you're all having a fantastic week. Stay safe. Wash your hands, um, especially before eating. Um, and, and after eating. And after eating and after going to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Maybe before you go to the bathroom. Drink lots of water. Start taking vitamins. Get yourself healthy. Get plenty of rest. That's some of the best things you can do for your body to fight off any type of viral infection. Rest, rest, rest. Rest, rest, rest. Um, and we love you all. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Episode 51 in Episode the bag. 51. Peace. Peace.